Good morning, PML. It is your boy, Is Nefarious here, and I have the breakfast show, the breakfast crew's in the building. We got D-Lloyd in the building. D- Say hello to the people. Yo, what's going on, PML fans? Your boy, D-Lloyd. We're back. Today is advanced day, so I'm super excited to be here. I have a headache, so hopefully, you know, Neff and HD don't get too loud in this show. I was going to say, you sound super excited. It could be chill, bro. Yeah, man. Yo, why? Why? The most energy I can muster up. Why are you saying Neff and HD going to get loud or something? What's wrong with you? I'm, I'm saying hopefully y'all don't get loud. You know what we I mean? Never, we never get loud. We never mm. get loud. You know mm. that. Got you, got you. Quiet as a mouse. Well, we Thank also you. got HD in the building, as you heard from D. Lloyd. He doesn't want him to be loud. HD say hi, but very low. What up? Yeah, no, <laughs> HD. I said just say uh, hello. Hey, hey guys. Hello. Sorry, sorry, D. Lloyd. Uh, we also got a very special guest. We got uh, Drama Man in the building. Drama, say hello to the people. PML fam, Game of Wild Black Squad. Y'all know what to do. It's your main man, Drama Man. Shout out to the Breakfast Crew, bro. And we all we all know why Drama Man's in here. Drama, you had a wonderful, wonderful game last night. We'll get to in a second. But we're going to tackle all the other games. But first, people might be wondering, <clears throat> you know, where is... Where is our boy A-Rod? Where is Hefe? Well, Hefe, I don't know what's going on with Hefe. He didn't answer this morning. Uh, But A-Rod is unfortunately uh, resigning himself from the breakfast show. Uh, We are going at 9 a.m. from from now on. I didn't fire anybody before shit gets out of hand and people say Neff be firing everybody. I did not fire. They weren't as fortunate as I was. Yeah, I did. They, I did not fire a single soul. The only fucking person I ever fired was HD's ass, but he's back. Um, but I changed the start time to 9 a.m. I, I, I feel, and you know, PML could comment on it after they listen. But I feel like 9 a.m. is a better start time on the East Coast because we got some West Coast listeners that like to hop in and they're still sleeping at the time. Also helps my ma- my main man Deloitte over here that gets up at 4.30 in the morning to do an 8 a.m. show. <laughs> so give him an extra hour of sleep. Uh, even though he may not say it, I know he definitely appreciates that. Um, so that's basically what it was. And A-Rod said that's too late to, for him to start his day. And that's basically where we are. It's same thing for Hefe, but um, he didn't quit. So I don't know where he is, but he didn't answer this morning. Um, but... We're here. We're here for the breakfast show. We got plenty to talk about. We got plenty of games from yesterday. Um, I mean, the whole weekend. Never mind just yesterday. We get the whole weekend to talk about, and then we got the predictions to talk about for next week. Uh, we also got plenty of content that went out. But let's jump into the schedule first. First thing and for- foremost, we got the Atlanta Falcons and the Minnesota Vikings. And I've I've been I've been becoming I've slowly been becoming a vet fan. And wine vet to win, but unfortunately he doesn't win this one. Uh, the final was forty-five to twenty-six, so a, a huge win for the the Vikings and JP, who actually get their first win on the season. They're now one and five. Did anybody uh, watch this? I, I this feel like the, you, was this the ahead. second game um, that he had cooked back, or was this his first? Uh, yeah, game? He he had second game, he second game. Sh- no, yeah, no, he should have no, got no, him yeah, back yeah, week yeah. five. Yeah, second game, <laughs> and he he didn't use him much against the football team. Uh, could probably because he was down early, but um, this week like that couldn't stop him. Yeah, no, he's he's one forty-one. 
Yep. Yeah. So I did make you... a little of it uh, when um, HD threatened us that you better watch some film on some games. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I, mean, I the one thing it shows four broken tackles. I feel like it was way more than that. Like this, you know, like yeah, how that I just came in through. I was just like, bro, like. Do they? Did he not have? I remember he was suspended, but I didn't know when he exactly came back. So I was yeah, like, because did he not was, have him the first five yeah, games. Once you once you miss playoffs, you don't come back to week five since it's a four week suspension. Um, I kind of wish because you know, got we got guys like Dalvin who do the um, he's got jukebox. Um, uh, we got guys with spin cycle. Neff's got leapfrog. I wish they had a stat that was mit, like made missed tackles, not just broken tackles. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. I'd the, like to the, see how many guys, count, right? And, right, and I want it to be two yeah. separate ones. I want it to be broken tackles and missed tackles because I want to see how effective spin cycle is, or uh, jukebox, or leapfrog, or you know, just whatever you have. I want to see if yeah. these guys are really missing tackles and stuff. But then again, what are you going to do? Have guys just you know, if a guy dives, you can say it's a missed tackle. I mean, technically it is, but you know, I I feel like it'd just be hard to register that that was Dalvin Cook that made him miss the tackle. True. I mean, I think that will help differentiate between like power and finesse guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you kind of know just from looking at stats what a dude is like. But I'm not too mad at it. I just feel like it doesn't, uh, like you said, account all of the stuff. <laughs> so cause I was like, this dude was balling, bro. And I don't know who the backup running back is. Never heard of him. Yeah, like the I don't know with three touchdowns. So I mean, it was a good win. Going from me, oh, not from me. Good yeah, win for JP. Yeah, yeah, uh, really good win for JP. Uh, the next game, the next oh, and game. And Matt Corral was... didn't play bad neither. So he's, I, I like the way because for whatever reason he started Matt Ryan last week, which I don't know why. And then I guess he went back to Matt Corral, but Matt Corral is definitely the guy. He's the guy for that. Um, I will stick with. I him. was, I was looking at Matt Corral the other day and. He's a 77 overall already, so he's definitely got him going. Bro, like, and he's okay. not looking that bad. Like, he's throwing interceptions, but it's not like, you know, it's just kind of miss, you know, in mad, that, in PMA, you're going to throw those. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to throw them. But he's like, still positive, though, 15 he's, for 15 and 12. Yeah, like, well, he's not playing bad. Like, I, I don't know what his completion percentage is, but it has to be. Like, he's playing pretty 70. efficient. Yeah, he's playing pretty efficiently with Matt Corral, so that's a good thing. So, He's uh, only been yeah. sacked six times. That definitely helps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, he runs a lot of two uh, – he throws a lot of quick passes. Like, when I played fast, yeah, game. like, he, he threw a lot of quick passes. Like, the ball was out immediately. And then you also have to worry for Kyle Pitts. But, oh, uh, I forgot you, know, you did play that. Yeah, where I lost that game 40-37. to 37. It was a tough 15 game. 15 for 21, 71%, 300 yards, four touchdowns, one pick. I forgot you guys did play early. Yeah, we, we played. He, he played well. So uh, I'm surprised he lost this game, but, you know, move on to next week and hopefully he can get back on the winning side of things. Uh, he's well, still in control of that NFC South right now. Since, well, he's got Dalvin Cook back. Last week he was 7 for 41. Didn't really do much. No touchdowns. Yeah, Vet. It looks like Vet just let Cook get going, and he could have. If he would have stopped Cook, he could have been six at or uh, the Vikings would have been on six, and he'd have been sitting at uh four and two. Yeah, I think that's the key to beating the Vikings. But moving on to the next game, we had the Philadelphia Eagles uh, playing the Dallas Cowboys, and the Eagles pretty much single handedly, uh, you know, missing Watson. 
Yeah, missing Watson and missing Devontae. Uh, Devontae Smith and Watson, and he was still able to, you know, get things going. Uh, didn't Devontae get a dev story and apparently got the dev? Well, well? I'm going to assume that has to just do with the glitch. Of, yeah, the glitch. Just that's what, it, that's, so, yeah, yeah, that's what um, and that's a result of Lax last week's stat padding game against the, the computer. Um, it turned into a dev game like we all thought it would. He got that one game suspension and he missed it. Um, <clears throat> speaking of that, I hope we have a better plan than we did last season where we let these guys ride out till week 18 and then we took the devs or the playoffs and let the, and then we took the devs away. I, I kind of hope there's like a so, mid season purge and, and we get rid of all those. Yeah. Cause we, we, we talked about this. It's not the fact that, you know, we did that last season, but that's something that caught us by surprise. You yeah, should we, have we a better have been ready for this. Yeah. You should have a better plan because that is a competitive edge for people to have a dev player that shouldn't have that dev in, in their in their offensive scheme, their defensive, whatever you want to call it. They, they have that dev, but they got that player in that, that offense or defense. Especially you know, KFO. Yeah, changing changing the game just because they got certain abilities. How do you feel, D-Load, you're a commissioner. What's, what's been the talk? Is this just going to be at the end of season type of thing, like we already uh, did, or is there something in the works as far as getting these devs off the field is it even being talked about? That I, I yeah, just want to know yeah, if it's yeah. even being talked about at this point. Or you yeah, because I didn't, it? I didn't, I didn't watch this game, so I didn't even know that he got it. But it, we definitely it was talked about chat. it. But we talked about it also in commissioner chat. Like he, he's also he's already been informed. He's not keeping it. Now, when that happens, you know what I mean. But no, when is when are they being taken? Uh, I can't tell you that right now. I don't know. Right, not, not, not that it's secret. Thought. Like I just don't know. Yeah. Right. No, that, that's <laughs> well, what I thought. It's well, not well, even. It's not even a discussion, which is kind of irritating, to be honest. Well, I just, I just checked, and Joe Mixon uh, got his X Factor without actually competing, uh, completing it. Right now, he's back down to superstar. Yeah. Oh. Like I've never been like a part of, because you know we kind of like out of the commission, everybody kind of separates and does different parts. You know what I mean? So I've never really been like taking away the devs, but. I know it's it's coming up, like they've been talking about it. So it wouldn't shock me if they've been, you know, knocking him down or if he loses his before next week. Yeah, it's not like they're announcing it. They're just doing it on, on the side as it goes because Joe Mixon got a tip in the way. Yep, there you go. So, uh, Dilo, do you mind taking a wheel for a second? What was the next game after the um, Yeah, yeah. So, that game was still, uh, I don't know if he's talking about the score, but it was 53-24. Um, I've seen the beginning part of this game, but I, didn't, I did not finish it. Uh, I think something came up during it. But six interceptions from, from CEO, I don't think you really see that often. Um, I know he looked good at the beginning of the game. Then he threw a, a crazy pick. I don't know if you've seen it, but he had the curl route. And the defensive end, Sweat dropped back and just snagged it, bro. And I was like, yep, this is not. He had six total interceptions <laughs> in that game, which which is yeah. wild for CEO. And he had six going into this game all season. So um, I don't know what happened. Obviously, the wheels came off at the end of the game. But, um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we talked to CEO. We said that, you know, you got to get as many wins as possible because we pretty much figured, you know, uh, KMFO will will take the division, so he's still in a good spot at five and one, um, but definitely a a tough tough loss. Um, the next game is not showing up, but didn't Buffalo New England play? No, they did they're, not. Play. They're okay, supposed so to play. 
they're right. um they're supposed to play today or Bubba's gonna play CPU. Got you. All right, so then we'll we'll skip to the 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 main event. This was not an instant classic by any means. Um, the New York Jets just whooped the Las Vegas Raiders forty-five to twenty. Um, did anybody see that game? Because I did not see that game. Um, no. You about the game? <laughs> you ask it. I did not see that game. Clearly, I wasn't present. So <laughs> I, I think we know. played. I think we played at the same time. Probably we the played same in time. advance. Um, I did. Um, I know a lot of people in chat were very, very surprised at the outcome. So. I could, I obviously, I could speak about the game, obviously. So I was, I was like, man, I'm determined to run this 46 defense. And in that determination to run the 46 defense, I also decided I'm gonna try to figure it out. You know how you like too pride, like I'm gonna figure this out, and you know, like shit going left, but you're like, I'm gonna keep doing it because I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna figure this out. Uh, well, moral of the story, I never figured it out. And um, I just kept getting beat over the top, over the top, over the top, like constantly. And um, it got it got ugly pretty quick. I think it was like 21 to nothing, like five minutes into the game off of like three deep shots to um, Elijah Moore. So it, it, I would not be running that defense anymore. Uh, but yeah, it was a big win uh, for A-Rod for sure. Um, and then, you know, we're, we're one in five, so we're not, we're not shaping up too well this season. So yeah. I was going to say, uh, Eloy, <laughs> yeah. Eloy, it was, uh, what was interesting about that is that A-Rod knew your defensive game plan before the game, right? Because you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you actually discussed it on the show that you run in a 46 and he's like, so have I. So he yeah. knows all the weaknesses just as much as you would possibly know all the weaknesses of the 46 uh, defensive scheme. Well, I, I ran it, and I told you I ran it in, I ran it in two um, online head-to-head games. And the first one, I got like a bunch of picks because obviously it causes pressure. You know what I mean? Yes. The second one, I gave up 42 points in the online head-to-head game, which is only like, what, five-minute quarters? Yeah. So I was like, damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't really know, but I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just run, this, run anyway, see what happens. Um, I don't know. Like, I felt like when me and A-Rod played before, it was close when I ran my regular shit. So, like, I, I'm not saying, like, that was a difference maker. The only thing that came positive was I looked at the chat when I'm getting just whooped, and I felt bad because people had Darnell Moss, and Darnell Moss only had, like, one catch at that point, like, going into the fourth quarter. So I kind of force-fed him at the end of the game to give him some fantasy points. So. Hopefully what a douche. What and, just, a douche. Uh, and just keeping an eye on uh Kareem Hunt, obviously since your trade, production's been the same. Um, but he he had 130 yards this time and uh his first touchdown is a, a raider. Yeah, so I mean he also I believe had his first fumble as well. But uh <laughs> we, don't <laughs> talk about we don't we don't talk about the We'll talk about that. No, Kareem Hunt, like obviously getting out of the run and shoot, he's gonna get more, you know, running opportunities. Um and really moving forward, you know, he got to get the ball a little bit more. So does Kenyon Drake. Um, but so are you running a stop book or are you running a uh, make some? Nah, I got a custom. I'm just working on different. Like, I haven't, like, finalized what I want to do specifically. I know I want, like, a spread type of scheme. But you know how you just go through and you're adding stuff, taking stuff away. I'm kind of yeah, going yeah, through yeah. that whole process right now. But, um, yeah, no, I went back to a custom. I'm trying to utilize uh, Daniels, um, who can't throw. Um, he still can't throw, but he can run. So, um, 
You know, I'm trying to, you know, utilize him a little bit more. How the offense feel? Uh, I mean, the offense felt okay. I mean, we, I mean, we had like two bad turnovers. Like two interceptions was, you know, like getting hit and they just turned into lame ducks, like floating in there. I'm not yeah. really mad mad at Daniels for that one. It's more me for just trying to force the pass to, to happen. Uh, so I felt like he played okay. Uh, I was content with the running game. Um, like as you said, 127 rushing yards, and then the the you know 26 receiving yards for Hunt. So I mean, I'm even happy with him. Uh, I didn't use. I kind of had the same mentality that I did in the run and shoot, just throw the ball to the open guy, which I didn't really realize. I didn't get the ball to Moss until the fourth quarter when I was like, oh. But then when I was trying to like call plays for him. I mean, he had four ca- or five catches, ninety-one yards in the touchdown. Like, so I was like, "Oh yeah, hard. he's still so a just, problem." I just got to use him more. Just keeping an eye on on Zach Wilson. This is the first game he threw over fifty-seven percent completion percentage, and he had an eighty-two point four percent completion percentage. Yeah, bro, they were cooking us, bro. Like you see, Elijah Moore had three receptions for one hundred and ninety-seven yards and two touchdowns. He, he's been held under hundred yards passing three out of his six games. That is nuts. He's sitting at seven touchdowns, 25 interceptions, 17 sacks. He had an 82 completion percent. This man couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. And he let out him throw for 80%. Yeah. yeah, bro. I was stubborn. Like I didn't get I didn't get out of it at all. Um I was talking to somebody in here about um like DM and during the game, like telling them, hey, we we're doing the 46, we're doing the 46. And then they're like, switch it up. And I'm like, nah, what bro, I'm going to figure this out. <laughs> and hey, what's going on with A-Rod? Bro, he, he's rushed for 50 yards one time with a superstar running back. He's just, he, I don't know, maybe, maybe on that forward business where he's like, all right, I got my superstar running back. Now let's try to build Elijah Moore into a superstar. Well, I think maybe he's, on that. he's usually been trailing. So I think the game script, you know. Like kind of, he's he's running the ball a lot though. Let's see, mm. 15, 11, 11, 10, 15, 9 attempts. Like he's getting, he's only getting three yards of carry. His longest run on the year is eighteen. He's only got five broken tackles. He's got three fumbles. No, no, no. He no, no, no. no. Some What's games the- got more receiving yards than rushing yards. What's the what's the record right now for you, Deloitte? What are you what do you drop to after this loss? Uh we are one and five. We are one and five, which we have to be what one is one, two, three, four, five Bryce. of the one five teams. So Bryce Bryce Young to uh to Las Vegas. <laughs> Young. I don't Bryce know if I'll go quarterback, but uh yeah, we could definitely use a, a top five pick right now the way we we are looking, bro. It is uh we're not looking so too, too great. So what's the next game we got? Do you like? Yeah. So the next game was um, the Washington football team defeating the Chicago Bears, thirty-eight to twenty-nine. Um, this one I this did not get a chance to see at all. Did you watch this I, one? I, I I watched this one. Uh, I know he clipped one play where Malik Willis ran a, a play action and was able to escape the pressure and throw cross body to. Uh, Terry McLaurin for like 70 yards for a touchdown. It was like the, the cheesiest thing he's ever seen in his life, I guess. Because uh, 
I don't know. The throw power for Malik Willis. He's starting to play good the last two weeks. You know, he's bringing it up that last two weeks he's had, like, multiple touchdowns and one interception or no interceptions. But the last two weeks he played the Vikings and he played the Bears. And neither defense really strikes fear in anything. Uh, I mean, I put up 60 on the Bears myself last uh, last season. So, I don't know about that defense. And we know what the Vikings are. They're not able to run it. They aren't able to compete. So, I mean, Malik Willis has a good last two weeks, but he goes into the bye this week, and then he's got Douglas, who's looked like a top defense in the league, even without oh, yeah. his uh, even without his double inside stuff and no outsiders or whatever else he had with the Bills. He still looks like a really good defense. And then you got uh, I forget the next couple of teams that he has to play, but they were top top defensive teams. Oh. Uh, he has the Titans and the Rams. So after his bye this week, his next week, he's got the Eagles, Titans, Rams. So it's a nice little stretch. And we'll see if uh, Malik Willis is the real deal. He said, well, I, I got to hang up Malik Willis. We'll see if you really got to hang up Malik Willis in a couple weeks. Well, I uh, I just pulled his stats up on screen. Um, Even over that four-game losing streak, he, he played well. Um, His lowest percentage passing was 72%. Um, still at 175 yards as a season low. Um, one, he scored in every game at least a touchdown, but he's also throwing a pick every game. Um, yeah. uh, that Bears game that he won is his worst game. 12 for 22, 55% <laughs> completion percentage. Um, 260 yeah. yards passing, three touchdowns, one pick. Um, so just his completion percentage is it, it, that's what catches my eye at 55. When you haven't thrown under seventy, all you know, last week you just threw for ninety five. You just went twenty one for twenty two. Um, yeah, and that one miss was a pick. I think it was too. Yeah, it was. So um, I, I I'm, not, he, uh, I'm not sure exactly what happened. He had a couple he had of, when I was watching. I know you got a couple of concepts that he's been trying to work on. Uh, just to you better utilize Willis that we talked about. So um, I didn't like I said I didn't watch the game, so I don't know how exactly it turned well, out. But when I, know he's when trying I to play more on, to his strengths. When I turned it on, he was dot he was dotting LQ up and and managing the clock with Gibson. So the, these incompletions must have been really early. Yeah, he he uh, some stuff out then I don't know. And when I was watching from LQ too on defenses, he does some wild fucking adjustments. Like he'll come out in a play and it won't even be the play by the end of it, bro. It's like it's well, like Mike when his he comes defense out, against Mike's offense, offense is just perfect. Then they're gonna just sit yeah, there and change they, everything up. <laughs> yeah, because they both change every single little thing. No, I was watching it. I was like, bro, he's banning this guy, putting his own hand, mm. putting his own there. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Just you, you like call, you gotta like those play. um you gotta like those chess matches though, man. Um, I don't know if it's a chess match or, or just fucking. I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm just gonna randomly put it. Obviously, it didn't fucking work too much. So. <laughs> well, well, Antonio Gibson's the problem. You know, he he had 147 rushing, 121 receiving. He he got 270 yards by himself. Yeah, and, Antonio and Gibson is a, a monster. I mean, uh, shout out to the uh, Madden After Dark that did the yearly awards or the seasonal awards, <clears throat> and uh, King Mike was up there for stick work when it came to the run game. Very patient runner, very good runner, and uh, you know he's showing that that's no fluke what he did last season with Antonio Gibson. He's just continuing on with Antonio Gibson, and uh, it really goes by him. If you could force the ball outside of Antonio Gibson, then I think you could have a good game against that football team. But 
if Antonio Gibson is doing what he does, then good luck because it's going to be tough to stop. Uh, Deloitte, um, uh, what's, what's, uh, what's, uh, what's I just that seen that, uh, real life Matt Nagy finally got fired. So good, good for the bears. Um, as we're talking about the bears, um, the next PML game that we had was the Miami dolphins defeating the San Francisco 49ers 38 to 21 and Russell Wilson, uh, very efficient 17 from 19. 14 touchdowns, one pick. Uh, like I think, like we said before, Wilson with that speed on the outside um, could be scary, and he's he's still playing good football. So went from one team in Seattle with drama, where he only threw what one? How many interceptions did you throw with him? Drama, one interception this season. Yeah, he started off really efficient. Um, we didn't we weren't making any mistakes. Yeah, so I mean, he was playing efficient ball over there, and. Goes in Miami and he's still, you know, putting up very efficient numbers. So uh, it was a good, good win for Miami and the 49ers. Um, I, I watched, I watched this yeah. one. Um, you know, I watched the back and I gotta say, the 49ers pretty much handed this game away. Uh, they got out to, they got out to an early lead. Uh, they gave up a pick six. They uh, gave up a, a lot of bad interceptions. So I. I would say this was more on the 49ers losing it than the Miami Dolphins just being that good. Uh, it is tough with Russell Wilson. I did, you know, him having Russell Wilson, he gets loose, he gets out the pocket. He does create some, some havoc getting outside. But this was more of a, a, a story about his defense taking away this game to the 49ers and pretty much the 49ers giving this game away. Uh, you know, it, you know, when you, you're throwing those interceptions, it's going to be tough on you, but you got to you got to stick with your boy Trey Sermon and uh, get that running game going. Um, but, but yeah, you know I got to play the Miami Dolphins next week, so I wanted to watch it a little bit, and I think uh, I think it's going to be tough. Yeah, all that speed, you got Russell Wilson who's efficient. It's going to be a tough game. But um, what's the next game on the slate? Yeah, the next game uh, I definitely watched after my game ended. Um, and I was hurt watching it the whole time. The Cleveland Browns uh, took down the Carolina Panthers 31 to 27 with the Why would you hurt? Wentz, you, with Carson Wentz. <clears throat> oh, okay. That's why you <clears throat> At quarterback for no reason over the number two pick. Um, and Steve, we yes, need you uh, to address it. My, ma- my, main, my main takeaways watching the game was JT threw a million picks. And every time he threw a pick, HD immediately celebrated after getting the interception. <laughs> That's not true. Okay. <laughs> I, for, I forgot to do it on the first one. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't see the first one. There you go. So the, all the ones I've seen, he immediately celebrated after getting the interception. Um, so obviously you were there uh, for the I game. Think, I don't you know. I, I, won. I might not have been there. Someone might have played I mean, Ritter wasn't there, you know what I mean? So he was, he was you... two for three. Yeah, no, he said he's he he, he, he even got a touchdown. To why, why, why did he go through the game, HD? What happened? I brought him in to get two touchdowns for Deloitte. Yeah, I appreciate it. He tried in the red zone for me. Threw a I brought pick. him in, I brought him in twice in the red zone, and as soon as he threw that pick, I said, Nope, no more. <laughs> why were you bringing him in in the red zone? I just said, Give me the two touchdowns because I, I bet on the over. Over two, so I needed two touchdowns. Eloy needed or... two or more touchdowns with Ritter, yeah. so I tried that's to get him. That's some scummy shit. I don't like that. 
like he that. offered he not... offered me five points. I did not do that. Wow, <laughs> but I did not do that. But I offered him I offered him public shame that that um if he I didn't bring put him in the game. <laughs> talk, talk, talk about it a little bit, HD. Talk about your game and talk about the decision to move on from uh, Ritter for this game and talk about Ritter's future with the team. Well, I, I told you guys he need he needs an attitude change. Um, <laughs> he's he's playing like fucking dog shit. Um, he's got what's he got like eighteen? He had like seventeen picks coming in the game, so I was just like. Ah. Change change the scenery real quick and uh, you know, just just a change. See if see if it was me or him. Um, it's mostly me, but um, that's probably my best passing. And then I ran it twenty times with Chubb, so he couldn't stop Chubb at all. Really, I mean, he only got a hundred yards, but he got it when I, I got it when I needed it. So so not having not having Ritter in the backfield, do you think that led to running more? Like it took away the the urge and the I I got this new toy I want to use uh, in the draft, so I want to throw it about fifty times. I think it took away that urge. It wasn't even that because I was still playing the same that I was last year. Um, uh, I I did switch playbooks, so um, it kind of changed up the scheme a little bit. But I think that was the difference. <laughs> so so HD, I'm going to share this with with, with Deloitte and pretty much the rest of PML because it's funny. Uh, so Deloitte, uh, you know, I get a random. Uh, message from HD. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, he says, hey. I'm like, hey. He's like, I got an odd question. I want a peek. Just a peek. <laughs> you know, so I've so had, I'm not, hold on, I'm not going to say <laughs> names, but I've had three, I've had three people actually, like, help me. And you're like, eh, fuck off. No, no, no. no. This is an audacity, but message a divisional opponent and say, hey, can I take a peek at your offensive playbook? Yeah. I'm like, no, you, no <laughs> sir, you cannot. We are in the same division. I got to see you twice, and this is the playbook I'm running. It's not, and if you ask Cookie, it's going to be like, bro, it's not that hard. It's a lot of iron form, a lot of strong, a lot of heavy sets. That's all it is. As I, I, cheat fucking. I thought we were friends. But listen, I cannot show my divisional opponent my playbook, bro. That's a little too much. We are, we are friends, but that's a little. I'll, too much. I'll, I'll hand it back. I'll mail it back to you. I mean, I, the best I could do is change the start time of the breakfast show to nine o'clock. We could go to like, can we go to like nine thirty? Oh, oh, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. That might be too much. That might be too much. Um, but you, uh, you switch playbooks. Is that is that the playbook you're gonna rock with for the rest of the season? Or uh, we'll go, find out. Like, yeah. We'll find out. But you now move to three and three, which is huge for the division, and uh, the Carolina Panthers move to I can't win a game. So, what's uh what's the next game on the schedule, Deloitte? Yeah. So um the next game was the you said what? Oh, uh, right, he said something. Uh, the next game was the New Orleans Saints taking down the Cincinnati Bengals thirty-seven to twenty-one, and Cammy playing efficient football using Kamara using Rattler. Uh, every time I see Rattler, every time I see Rattler, I just you know, I always think Taysom Hill because I see the number seven. You know what I mean? It kind of throws me off watching the game, but um, he used Kamara like crazy, and it definitely paid off for him. So I don't want to get too toxic, but I will. Uh, this was another game where the Bengals did not throw, uh, did not run the ball at least ten times. You have a superstar running back, and you are not running the ball 
10 times a game. I mean, what what more do you want for, for like, reasons why you're losing every game? You go to every game you play, you don't use Joe Mixon. And I mean, he threw it to Mixon. Yeah, he's using he him in the last game. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not but, using him in the run game where he's a superstar. Yeah, well, the, 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 the question is, at, at one point, is there going to be repercussion for not following the rules? I mean, if you hit your sim, hit, hit a sim score like you're supposed to, I have. If you hit a sim score like you're supposed to, then there should be repercussions. In but, it's time, also, but, but it's also a legitimate rule. That's in the I know book. Cammy. I know Cammy definitely. No, it's a sim score thing. It's in the sim score because it's a sim score thing. I know Cammy for a fact. Then it hit in a sim score because I know Cammy doesn't do that. So if nobody's gonna hit his sim score, then he's just gonna throw it fifty times. I mean, he's gonna keep losing games, which is fine with everybody um, in the AFC North. But you know, that's the rule. You gotta run ten times. If he plays me again and he doesn't run ten times, I will hit a sim score. It's just this well, is what it is. If I could weigh in on that, though, I mean, if I'm playing a game and I'm down and I'm losing and I feel like the best way to get back in the game is to pass the ball, I don't feel like a guy should be forced to have to run the ball at least 10 times. Like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I, could, I could understand that. But if you're just talking about what rules we have in Madden, see, the thing is, uh, you want to be sim and a JT, like there's certain rules that we have that's not really sim. But it's a rule because Madden's going to be Madden at the end of the day. He'd be like, pass happy in Madden. They're going to be like, oh, running the ball is not fun. So I'm going to pass it 800, 800 times. And then you're going to have somebody that has about asleep. 10 rushes all season. So I get why the 10 rush rule is there. And honestly, you should have 10 rushes. I mean, at the beginning of the game, a few runs to set up a second, third, and short. Like, you should. 10 rushes. Now, if you're saying after the first quarter you've had your 10 rushes and you're down by two scores, well, then you can go past that. I mean, like, as a team that just ran the run and shoot, it's hard sometimes to get those 10 rushes. Um, no, it's not, sir. It's, it is, bro, because you, you have gotta, like, a, go out of what you do. Well, when you have HP dive in every single formation. Yeah, like you're no tired of run. running that shit, bro. I'm not running that shit 10 times, so definitely, definitely gets a little bit challenging. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I think in I general, like honestly, in general, I'm not just a, I'm not a huge fan of that. Like that making you throw it ten times or like, bro, you can do whatever you want to do. We see it in the NFL all the time. Teams don't have yeah. ten rushes. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I don't think that's cheesy in any type he, of way. He didn't lose the lead but, until going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, I think it's just a style. Like, if you have a style and your style just isn't throwing it over the game, like, whatever the game script is. Like, I'm not – I don't really find that cheesy. I think there's way more cheesy stuff out there than the run pass. But I know what you're saying, Neff, like, it is a rule, te- like, technically in the league. But there's a few I – mean, there's people in here that don't, you know, try to even get the 10 rushes. So, I'm not really – If, if I could – yeah, not to cut you off. Uh, no, you good, you good. Just, just looking at the stats, I mean, Joe Mixon had eight catches for 133 yards with 69 of those uh, yards after the catch, which signifies that maybe he was using the passing game to supplement the run because on his five runs, he only had 10 yards. I mean, I could see myself trying to get the ball started running it, running into a brick wall and saying, you know what, let's not run the ball. Let's just go ahead and dump it all. It's long six. 
So four of those carries went for yards. <laughs> yard I think that kind of needs to be taken into account as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I said, I don't get you want to keep passing it because obviously you can't pass the ball. We 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 see this now. You're one in one in five. You can't pass the ball right now. So if you want to keep passing it, that's fine by me. But as a rule, and it's in the sim score. If you're doing a sim score, you don't put that he doesn't run the ball at least ten times. Then you're not really doing a sim score to what it's supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like that's what that. Talked about with the sim score, you know, giving sim scores worthless. That's because nobody really fills out the sim score the way it's supposed to be. No, I mean, I, I feel you like on that perspective, but um, I don't know. Maybe it's just a rule that needs that's, to be that's, abolished that's, at that's some all point. I'm I'm sorry, I, 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 I know what you're saying for now. Yeah, it's just um, yeah. it's just one of those things. I think uh, HD could have talked about it like going back to last cycle. Like, it's one of those rules that like nobody really pays attention to yeah, or yeah. says anything about you know what I mean like it's water under the road type of thing so um so what's the what's the next game you like? yeah so moving on we have uh the Arizona Cardinals yeah. getting a big win against uh Tampa Bay 56 to 24 um I did not watch this but I heard like I, well, first of all shout out shout out to Goose man I know he's going through some stuff man so uh definitely shout out yeah, uh, if you get everything in the game, man, bro, like, you know, you had to do all that. So, shout out to Goose for getting it in um, and getting the win. Um, so, maybe there's something. I, I know you touched on it a little bit, John. Maybe there's something to that, you know. Uh, if I'm not streaming and talking and stuff, it's a little easier for me to focus and, and get, get locked in. Um, so, I mean, he was 19 for 21 with Kyler. Like you, that yeah. that's that's pretty solid <laughs> against that Bucks yeah. defense. Against that Bucks defense too, that's impressive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And really, if a guy like Goose, like I said, if he could just focus in man, and cut the stream and not worry about entertaining so much as focusing on this game, he could be dangerous. You know what I'm saying? But also, it is you know it is Malley with the Bucks, so let's kind of pump the brakes <laughs> on you know. Transforming <laughs> Transformative, uh, you know, um, transformative play. No, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not let's pump the brakes on. Oh my god, <laughs> is this the real goose? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was Mally, so good win for good win, good win by Goose. Though. I mean, it's one of those games that he's supposed to win and he won it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's nice to see Goose win this game. It definitely is. And I, I'm on the boat with uh, with drama, kind of like the same thing with the Malik and him pumping Malik up. I'm like, yeah, well, give it a few, give it a, give it some time. I want to see it against certain competition, and then I'll be on that hype train. I have no problem hopping on the hype train. Do you think since since Malik and Ky- Kyler are the same player and Goose and Mike are friends, they shared playbooks? No, um, I don't know if they share. I'm sure they they, you know, talk they share them. they share the strategies and schemes and like I'm yeah, sure they I'm talk sure about like ideas. Idea. Yeah, I don't Neff, know if they Neff won't even help me and we're friends. How particular like they are, you know what I mean? Like going through and getting their custom game plans and sitting there for hours. I don't think they they share. I think they actually like going through and doing all of that. Well, they but do I, it together, I mean, if, so it's shared. Of course. Yeah, of course. I feel like you, you, you talk about, you know what I mean. Like you talk about ideas and and things like that. Um, 
So, yeah. So basically, you, you, I, I know what you're getting at. Neff is just a terrible friend, which yeah, I agree. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Which I agree. Wow. He should just let you. Wow. He should just give you the whole play. We don't even ask for it back. We be wow. real. No. We should have wow. just. We should have just started at eight. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, started at eight. Fuck that. Yeah. So, uh, back to the guy. I did want to add. So, like, we're now, you know, getting through, almost getting to the halfway point, um, on the season. And we're seeing the the difference um, between Tom Brady in Tampa and Drew Locke in Tampa. Um, do you got? I mean, seven touchdowns, twenty four interceptions um, with Drew Locke this season. Uh, do you think that that trade, retrospectively looking at it, is turning into a mistake, or do you see this as like a rebuilding, like to help you know expedite the rebuilding in Tampa? Well. The Big O only has 19 catches this year. Um, Drew Locke, um, you're getting the same stats that you're getting with Brady. Um, dog shit. Um, who else was involved in that trade? You got a defensive piece, didn't he? Bradley Chubb? Bradley Chubb, yeah. Um, statistically, his season stats, he's got two tackles and a sack and a half and a fourth fumble. So, um, it's not... At this point, I would say that that trade was was a bust. Um, obviously, it benefited K Mac. He can make whatever freaking play he wants to make with all those hot routes. Um, but it's it's done nothing. It's done nothing for the Buccaneers. Yeah, I mean but Brady I, last season was forty and forty. Forty. The only thing. The only thing that this saved Malley was an aging quarterback. But if you're gonna do this, you might as well just just drafted the quarterback you'd got, you know, next year, and you got Drew Locke. Well, at the same time, if you had Brady, you have to assume a couple of those close games could have swung the other way, and then yeah. you wouldn't have had as high as a draft pick. Uh, I, just, no. I don't, I don't no. know. Maybe maybe he's excited, and he's trying to push it downfield or something. I, I don't – I played him, and he was very he, – he played pretty smart when we played, and then to see him go and do this against Goose, who – who's been struggling it just it doesn't make sense so i will say this do you think the not having uh tom brady and having to lock helps him be more conservative uh i show against goose but it showed against uhd do you think you know taking that pressure of oh i got tom brady i gotta throw this thing around kind of helps him get to the run game and helps him be more conservative i think anytime you make a trade there's pressure and now you made a qb trade there, I think there's more pressure. There's more pressure there than you have in Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. You got to make it work with Drew Locke now that you got rid of Tom Brady. Is you literally you have to. You have to make it work with him, Big O, and Bradley Chubb. And no one's showing out. Not a yeah. single one. Well, so, because they're sitting at four and two or whatever they're at. And they're, they're showing well, their Tom Brady. Well, going, Tom going, Brady's going to end up MVP. Like, going from uh, going from one old quarterback to maybe the the quarterback of the future, the rookie of the year, the whatever Neff wants to call him, uh, JT Daniels and the Pittsburgh Steelers upsetting. Oh, These upset to me. It's upset to me. Upsetting the Baltimore Ravens, fifty-one to thirty-four. Um, in a game where Lamar Jackson, one touchdown, four interceptions. Now, while Neff and takes Neff, 12 years it, to talk about this, I'm going to Najee Harris, 25 carries, 
316 yards, four, I mean, five broken tackles, four touchdowns. What happened, bro? Like, how did this game take place? I seen you so, going in chat saying he so, was a bad run defense, so we just found yeah, so rock. <laughs> I, yeah, that's basically what it was. I went to the game. I, I already noticed, like, I took a look at his team stats, and I was like, all right, he can't stop the run. He was already 32nd. And I'm like, all right, that fits for us. So we're going to just come out and run the ball, right? So as the game goes along, uh, we get some big turnovers. We needed three turnovers to get Mika Fitzpatrick a, a superstar. I love those team turnovers more than just getting the, the person to turnovers. Yeah. So we got we got the three interceptions. Uh, we got four interceptions, but we got the three we needed. Um, basically, at my first drive against them, going against Lamar, I was like, all right, I got to focus on stopping Lamar. Put a QB spy, put contains, blah, blah, blah. And he dotted me up. And then after that, I was like, you know what? We're just going to play defense. If he beats what we want to do on defense, then he beats what we want to do on defense. All my losses, my defenses look the worst when I'm trying to stop a specific person. Like, if I'm game planning for a specific person instead of just playing my right. defense, it, it, it looks a lot worse than it, than it should. So, basically, we ran the rock. There was a few times I was like, all right, I'm going to pass it here. I come out in a play action or come out in a pass. And this boy is in a 3-3-5 nickel defense against I-form tight or I-form wing. And I'm like, what is going on right now? Like, what are you doing? I was at I, work, I, and I literally tuned in to that play. I was and like, I what legit, the hell? I, I, I legit said to my – I legit said on my stream, whoever was watching, I was like, what is this guy doing? Because I yep. was going to pass. But I was like, yep. I'm running it now, bro. I'm going to run it. You you coming out in this defense, I'm running it right right – right in your face um i don't know if it's that like meta defense he's trying to run consistently like i don't know if he there is a meta defense but coming out in a nickel or a dime against a I form like you're you're setting yourself up for failure and he couldn't it stop could be, the run to begin with it could be meta defense or it could just be him being that conservative person he is relying on his defense and stopping the pass then he's like, regardless, he's like, I'm just going to play the pass and hope for a, a, a gap shoot with my linebacker. Yeah. Well, it didn't work out, and we were able to run the ball a lot. Uh, I also heard somebody say that he had aggressive tackling on, so that's interesting as well against a bigger back. Um, having your DBs trying to hit stick them, it's not really going to work. Uh, but, you know, that was the game plan. You know, just come out, run the ball, and be effective, and it worked. And uh, my defense held up on the other end and forced a few turnovers. So we're happy about it. Um, Do you think Eloy he needs to uh, utilize Lamar more? Because, I mean, like, at, to a certain point, like, people don't want, you know, Lamar to be abused, right? But at a certain po point, it's also Lamar. Listen, the thing is, we have this conversation all the time. All the time, yeah. People, but but the, here's the problem. You guys just say use him. That makes people just think they can call pass plays and go run. Use no, Lamar like, you're the like way he's run supposed plays, to be. You need like to run QB run plays, yeah. designed runs. Everyone's like, "Oh, you need to do this, you need to do that." No, that's cheese. When you call hike and you just fucking run, you're hiking you're cheesing. Yeah, yeah. You are cheesing. That's not. Oh, I'm just using Lamar because I have him. No, using Lamar is calling design plays. Go watch. Go watch Goose play. How many run plays does he call for Kyler that are designed run plays? He doesn't just run around because with his fucking head cut off. He runs plays that are designed for Kyler to run. And I, I hate people using a conversation because Jack will be like, oh, well, I was just told I, I need to run with him. Because Jack's that guy that we've seen him play. He's going to call a pass play, send everyone deep, and then just run. 
That's what. That's well, that, how he is. That's what I mean by like I, three I carries. Saying, we got to be careful Lamar, with the bro. conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. I don't want to talk about hiking. No, and and these are probably three around. scrambles. These are three um, scrambles. I guarantee. But yeah, like Lamar. Like I also feel like some people will get upset. But like, I don't want to cheese. You know, read options and and quarterback runs. But that's what makes that's Lamar. That's literally Lamar. an offense. Like, that's like, like that. I don't want no one to shame somebody out of that. And I feel like people kind of shame, you know, like Lamar Jackson or fast quarterback users out of doing stuff like that. But that's literally what makes him special. Or if not, you might as well just get you a 50 speed quarterback that has elite throwing. You know what I mean? Like, there's no point of doing that. So, so I just look at it he with was Lamar. On the block. Like, he had Lamar yeah. on the block. Yeah. I wonder if that has to do with the pressure of having Lamar and doing nothing. Yeah, like, um, I don't know. Like I said, I put my best foot forward trying to get him. Because if I would have got Lamar, best believe, you would have been seeing 10 read options a game, five quarterback draw. <laughs> we would have been out. A quarterback power. We would have been out here, bro. So I don't really know. Um, I would really like I would really like the Ravens to go somebody that has that mindset that they like to st- – like, obviously, d you said they like to scheme, not just call a play and run it. Yeah. They're going to scheme Lamar run plays. Go, go watch Bacon last year with Lamar. He ran the ball at least 10 design times. Every, like every game. used, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. That's where Lamar needs to go. Not, not be worried about someone's going to cheat. You need to fight. Give them to Goose. See what Goose does with Lamar. I mean, that's he, a weapon, bro. You got a quarterback. Yeah, like, like you don't just be that. an ass and call a pass play and then run <laughs> with it in hiking hall. Use Lamar. Like, and just said, like, why year. throw a 30 yard contested pass when you can literally run for 20 easy? Like, that, I don't, like, that just needs to be part of the offense. Um, hopefully, he listens and he could, you know, start utilizing him in that way. Or, like, as he said, we'll wait till next cycle and then he can start doing it. But, um, yeah, I just look at it and every week I'm just like, man, I got to know he's not trying to. Like, you know, get that tag and, of like, oh, you're just using Lamar, but I mean, bro, it was Lamar, bro. Like, I don't care. But what. if you if you use him the way you're supposed to, the way we're speaking on, you're you're not gonna get that. And if you're if you if you run the ball ten times and they're all out of pass plays, I'm docking the fuck out of your sim score every way I can that reflects that run. But if you're calling design run plays against me, I can't do anything about it. I can't say shit about it. I'm not going to. Is it gonna be annoying? Damn fucking right. But you're Playing, he's supposed to be annoying. Yeah, that's the that's the whole purpose. Like I'm not. You just have to do it right. <laughs> I'm not trying to be convenient for the defense, bro. Right. Like, you I'm just have to, to be right. You just have to do it the right way. Yeah, I mean, he has 26 carries on the season. Um, yeah. So I mean, and like you said, most and... of it's probably probably. I mean, he had a couple early. He had eight for ninety. Right. Like that's the game that needs to happen, bro. But uh, anyway, we'll move on to the next game. I will be right back, my daughter. Well, just well, throw up well, everywhere. Well, well, skip, uh, yeah, the, skip the Seattle game. That, that's going to be you. the game we talked about last. Yeah, I got you. So the next game, we have another upset. Uh, one upset to another. We have a lot of upsets, bro. That's the theme of the story. Uh, theme of this week, apparently. The Indianapolis Colts and the lab himself going down to DK and the Chiefs 27-17. to Now, I turned this game on at the very beginning and just assumed it was going to be another Colts game. And I turned the game off. Came back into the chat a couple hours later, <laughs> and the Colts lost and the Chiefs won. I was like, yo, what happened, bro? Please tell me you watched this game. They can explain um, to me I, what happened. I, 
I watched a little, like I was in and out. Like I'm not gonna say I sat there and watched the whole game. Like I had it up, and then I would skip. Like I would go to the game. I would go somewhere else. Like uh, you know, I got my yeah. OCD going, my ADHD going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, from what I was watching, you know, it was a good game. Um, you know, it's just tough with all that speed that he has, all that speed, all those weapons. Just tough for any defense. Well, it was like uh, I the, the speed. I, I I guess I didn't watch. I seen the first quarter, um, and a little bit of the second quarter. But the speed wasn't the problem. It was, bro. Kelsey was just a beast for him, man. Like Kelsey was he, that guy. He, he knows how to use him. Like he 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 uses him extensively. In that that's that, his guy. That's his guy. We just talked about scheming guys. Like that's his guy. He hasn't. He had one game with under 100 yards receiving. Um, that was against think, me, and that was literally because I followed you? this man around the whole time. <laughs> did, did you? Does he remind you of uh, Dawson Knox when he was with the Bills and came? I never, I never got a play against Dawson Knox. Um, with the Bills, so I mean, I seen the stats, and the stats was crazy. I played against Kelsey, and like I said, the one game here, he didn't do nothing crazy with him, but you do know he wants to go to him. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, tell that much by, yeah, yeah, I could tell him, like, okay, let me make sure you know I drop my line back a little further back so I could take away this crosser with, with, with Kelsey, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. type of stuff I was kind of thinking of as I was getting whooped by the Chiefs, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it just it, it's, it's perfect. Like, once again, we talk <laughs> about you know, gaming your guys, right? And that's what you know, you want PML to be about. Like, you don't just call plays just to call plays, right? Like, what, yeah. what do you say all the time? I'm like, play football, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, exactly. um, so I mean, I was seeing if it was cheesy or not. I mean, I don't like think he's guy. If, you think, uh, you think it's cheesy? I think it's just he, he has his set plays that he calls to call because he knows mm-hmm. they're good magic plays and he calls them. That's but he, 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 this was his first game with his custom. I believe so. Uh, was it his first game with his custom? I know yeah. there was one play I watched uh, specifically, and he came out and gun bunch offset or something like that. And there's the 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 play the se option where the slot guy does a option route, and you got a streak from the outside guy on the bunch, and then you got mm-hmm. the tight end doing a doing a, a post, a deep post. And I know he usually likes to clear out with the streak on the other side and try to hit that post. So he did that. But Mo was all over it. Like it wasn't even a good, like it wasn't a good read or it wasn't even a close throw. So it had me thinking. It was like, I wonder if he just has those plays he goes to, and his read is what his read is. Like he's not coming off that read. Like if that's not open, then it's an interception. You know what I mean? Like right. that type of that type of style of passing. That's one play. I'm not. That could just be an outlier. But it was a terrible throw and a terrible read. So that's why I brought it. That's why I, I thought about it, like in that in that instance. Um, but the story of the game was uh, Carson Strong had no no time to throw the ball at all, like at all. Like I watched a yeah. few plays, and pass was just was in there. And it made me feel better because this was the same team that sacked me ten times. So it definitely yeah, made me feel a little a bit better. <laughs> I don't know how he's getting a lot of pressure. That's that's another story to, to pay attention to. How he's getting that pressure, but he's getting a lot of pressure. I, I we'll see. I mean, that front seven for uh, for Casey now it's surprising to do it against the Colts because the Colts' O line is solid. Like at least yeah. I gave it a pass because my O line sucked. So I was yeah, like, okay, exactly. we just suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But 
Um, yeah, that Cole's O line definitely solid. Yeah, man. I don't he was... know if he had a lot of sacks, but it was just a lot of pressure. I saw a lot of pressure and a lot of bad throws and pressure. I believe he had like two. I think Chris Jones. I know Chris Jones got one, but um, like yeah, like you said, like that pressure definitely. A lot of times, especially with a quarterback like Carson Strong, like you just get close enough, you know what I mean, and force yeah. an accurate pass, um, just because his sense of pressure and throwing the pressure and things like that. So, uh, I mean, I think for the Chiefs, it was a statement win. Now, you know, people are gonna have the, you know, their eyes on him now and talking about it, whether or not he's sim or not, and all I, that I will mean, come. There's always been, there's already been eyes on him for starting off the season four and one. Yeah, now you know, be that now you beat you beat Mole, you you beat the yeah. lab himself is is yeah. definitely going to. So I don't really know. Like I said, when I played them, I didn't feel nothing. Um, drama, you could probably speak to it. You, I know you played against DK as well. Um, yeah, drama, you. you I, felt, I felt like he, I felt like he knew him. what he was doing. Like he's a Madden guy, he knows what he's doing. I just didn't feel like I was cheated. Yeah, drama. You, know you I mean? mind you mind talking about DK a little bit because you have the firsthand experience of playing him. Now he didn't have his custom; he was running a stock. So take that into consideration. But you had a firsthand experience, drama. So how do you feel about DK? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was very vocal in the game that I had with him that he's just um, doesn't have a lot of depth when it comes to his play call in the offense. Um, he definitely looks to feed. His superstars, and we see that here where he's just, you know, throwing 11 passes to Kelsey. Um, You just got to be able to key in on, you know, uh, taking away the the, the obvious looks because if he finds something that works, he's going to keep going to it. So it's going to be up to you to just stop it and then cause him to go to something different, you know what I'm saying? But um, I wouldn't say, I mean, I I would look at it as cheese, um, but it's one of those things where it's not like he's doing anything that can't be stopped. You right. just have to recognize that he's the kind of guy who's going to he he has a look and he thinks it's going to be something that he could keep going to. He's going to keep going to it. It's up to you to be able to just set your defense up in order to be able to stop it and cause him to go to something different. And obviously, the Colts weren't able to do that, um, and, and he paid for it. Yeah, for sure. That's how I kind of uh, look at him a little bit. Like he he knows he's like uh like K Mac and then like he knows football. I'm not saying like to me I don't claim cheese. Yeah, he knows Maddie. Yeah, 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 he knows Maddie. Yeah, he knows Maddie. The thing thing is this, right? He has the Kansas City Chiefs, so he should be able to get Kelsey open. He should be able to run around with, with um Mahomes and create time in the pocket to wait for receivers to be to come open. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely going to be difficult um, stopping a guy like that with a team like that. But it's not because of anything great that he's doing. It's just, you know, um, you got to identify his strengths and try to turn them into a weakness. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I don't want to take nothing away. I think he's a good player, but definitely he know he knows. Uh, and I talked about that, like how I was, you know, peeping how he was constructing that team. I was like, yeah, he he know he know Madden. You know what I mean? Um, so going on to the second to last game, we had two, you know, two ballers in the league who we knew, you know, heavy hitters. Tennessee Titans defeating the Jacksonville Jaguars forty-one to twenty-five. A true um, definition of opposite styles. You have a pass-heavy team, a run-heavy team. 
um, in the game where Derrick Henry got hurt, I believe, because he only had five carries. I know that didn't just happen um, just because. Um, so did anybody was anybody able to watch this game? I felt like it was played early in the weekend, right? Yeah, I wasn't able to watch the game, um, but I could just look at the stats and tell that um, the Jaguars had trouble dissecting that Tennessee uh, zone. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence comes out, throws four touchdowns, but also has four interceptions on 22 and 33 passing. Um, it just, you know, one of the strengths of Wimmy is his zone scheme on defense. Um, he's definitely able to put his secondary in position to be able to, you know, force you to have to just take what the defense gives you. And if you're not able to recognize what's being given, then you'll end up, you know, throwing four interceptions. And when you have four interceptions against, you know, um, this team that offensive line with the running attack of Derrick Henry, um, even though, you know, Derrick Henry only had five runs, you see he has three runs with Jalen Hurts. I imagine those are design runs like you guys were talking about with, with Baltimore. Yeah. You know, he got Dwayne Haskins as a starting quarterback. Dwayne Haskins has a perfect game, damn near 16 for 24, three touchdowns, no interceptions, but then he has three rushes with Jalen Hurts, you know what I'm saying? Um, and also getting Darrington Evans in there when, when Henry went out. So, uh, just it's, you know, and it's, it, that's a divisional game, so they kind of know each other, you know what I'm saying? Both, mm-hmm. both teams know what the other wants to do, and Wimmy just did a good job of taking away uh, the passing attack of the Jaguars. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, um, you know, I always preach styles and styles and styles. And is this just a style where Wimmy kind of just has his number? I mean, I don't think he he won both games last season. And he I will say it was, ugly, it, was, it was an ugly mm-hmm. game. I watched some of this, and it was it was <laughs> ugly for the Jags. It, oh, okay. It was, I was like, damn, bro. They're, they're, one play that stood out to me is um, I was watching, and uh, Wemmy made a absolutely terrible read. It should have been a pick six. Um, it was a flat to Derrick Henry, and his <laughs> his corner was just sitting there waiting for it. I don't know if he had it, his flat set to zero, but Derrick Henry was like a couple yards in front of him, and he was like sitting that, like, like just sitting there, like he wasn't even covering him. But mm. was still in the vicinity to make a play, and like his corner just waved his arms. Derrick Henry caught it and then took it into the end zone for a touchdown. And I was like, "Bro, you can't, you can't make that shit up." And then he had one throw with uh, Trevor Lawrence. I know uh, Cookie clipped it and put it in chat. I kind of turned it off after a twenty-one nothing game. I was like, "All right, this game's over." It was like, it's like twenty twenty-eight nothing at one point. And I was like, "Bro, this game is pretty much done." Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, he said he didn't need Derrick Henry, so I mean, it seemed he didn't like he had it. It was comfortable, yeah. Yeah, the, he didn't have to use him. Um, he didn't need to use Derrick Henry, and his defense made a, a lot of plays. And like I said, there was one play that you saw in in chat. Cookie uh, dropped it where he straight up threw uh, a bomb with Trevor Lawrence. Had somebody wide open. I think it was Deontay Johnson, and for some reason the ball just hung in the air too long, and he was able to intercept it. Man, they, uh, I, I got to go back and watch this one. Like I said, when, when HD told us to go do some homework, watch some games, I watched about four of them, and I did not even watch this game, and I felt like I needed to because this is a big win, big win. Um, Like I said, that's three in a row against uh against T-Bandit. So yep. maybe you and know, now, it's the running team versus the passing team, and maybe it's just the style 
Um, but he he gets it done again. I think I think I think he got hold a little bit. I think T Bandit got hold a few times, but I don't I don't think it would have changed the outcome. But it would definitely would have been a closer game if that makes right. sense. Yeah, um, yeah. the last game to talk yeah. about is why we got drama. Uh, drama with the big upset against the uh, Broncos and KMAC. You want to talk about that a little bit, drama for us? Well, first and foremost, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if y'all thought I, that I this is an upset, upset. Yeah, don't call it an upset, B. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, it was apparently. Could we say it was a shocker? I completely, <laughs> I completely ruined the PML knockout game, which I'm very proud of. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> everybody, said, I'm everybody, yeah, y'all was here for chaos, chaos, man. Everybody against me, suck your mother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I mean, listen, man. I knew coming into the game that he was going to pass the ball a lot, and so yeah. having acquired the pieces that I acquired on defense, um, and really just taking a look at what happened in that Kansas City game, I knew coming in that I was just going to have to eliminate the big plays. I had to eliminate the big plays. With that secondary, I mean, with those receivers that he had, I felt that we would be – I felt comfortable in my team's ability to just not give up the big play. You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady is old. Yes, he has the abilities where he can create any kind of look that he wants offensively. But I felt like if we could get pressure and if I could just, you know, cover those uh, receivers for four or five seconds, that we would be able to get to the quarterback and get us some sacks and generate some pressure. So – um, I felt like I executed my game plan to perfection. You know what I'm saying? We forced three turnovers, uh, two in the first quarter. I had two interceptions in the first quarter. Um, I just I came out on offense and just took what the defense gave me, uh, tried to really limit exposing Tua um, to any pressure. You know, we, we ran the ball, tried to maintain the clock, um, and it just came down to some clutch shit in the fourth quarter, bro. I mean, really, he had all the momentum on his side, but – it's just one of those things in Madden where it got down to two minutes and he could have just kneeled the ball, could have just ran it, but that competitive, you know, Madden and some of us just like, fuck it, I'm going to show this cat, you know what I'm saying? I, just, yeah. I, don't, I don't want the score to reflect that this game was close. And he went to make a big splash play and I splashed on his ass, you know what I'm saying? And we got the momentum, <laughs> he's, he's got, the momentum, got the momentum swing, you know what I'm saying? After the turnover, like Madden is, is, is wanting to Gave me some big plays, man, and um, came down to a big, a big hold on. You know what I'm saying on the last drive. He, he so you know what I'm saying. Go ahead. So one one stat line that really is eye opening. Uh, just taking a look at the Denver Broncos. Javante Williams, 14 catches, 181 yards, and two touchdowns. Now that's yeah. that's his, that's his damn running. What was he doing with Javante Williams to get him that much yardage out of the in the passing game? Really, all it was was forcing my user to have to either cover Javante or give up, you know, the deep crosser. And so we didn't again. We didn't want to give up the the big plays deep. And so um, Javante was open underneath, and he did, you know, he did what he's supposed to do. He looked, he checked, he did a check down, check down game all game, um, and you know, caught me in man a couple of times. Now, I didn't even go back and look at Javante Williams' stats. I mean, his attributes. I don't know how fast he was, but he was abusing Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner, <laughs> 84 speed. Bobby Wagner's 84 speed, you know what I'm saying? But anytime Bobby Wagner was manned up on that guy, he just abused him. And really what it was is 
Um, Jordan Brooks was hurt, and Jordan Brooks is usually my cover linebacker. He's the guy that I man up on the running back out the backfield, and not having him in the game really just hurt me because I was forced to have to use let Bobby cover. But I made an adjustment on that last drive in the fourth quarter where, you know, um, I put my, uh, you know, took some of my, one of my secondary guys and put him in that nickel linebacker position, cover linebacker position. And I think that's what allowed me to be able to seal the deal because a couple of those checkdowns late, he was able to, you know, get the, he's able to make the pass, but he wasn't able to get out of the bounds on the last play. And that's what got me the W. Yeah, man. So, I mean, we, a lot of people obviously criticize your trade. Um, which you had to go and and defend um, your honor in that deal. Um, But you get a big win with Tua, you know, as your quarterback, you know, um, instead of, you know, Russ. So I know there's no moral victories, obviously, but is a game like this, like, validate kind of your thought process. You know what I mean? Like, you know how you believe, like, hey, I could do this. I'll still be fine without it. But you you still need that win, like, (laughs) to validate your thought was right. Is that kind of where you're at right now? Yeah, I mean, look, if you go back and you take a I'm, – I'm, I'm looking at the – I'm watching the replays now. Really, I just did a lot on de- on defense to just take away, you know, football scheme-wise. I did a lot to take away what I knew he wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? I had my zone yeah. drop uh, set, but I knew that by having the zone drop set that he was going to look for a lot of check downs, you know, maybe run some routes with his wide receivers – um, that were, you know, hitch routes and stuff like that. On the plays that I took those away and forced him to have to drift in the pocket, man, my, my defensive line and my linebackers got pressure on the quarterback, mm-hmm. and that really that really messed with him, you know what I'm saying? So I was definitely proud of the way I was able to scheme more defense because now I have the secondary that can cover. Before, I couldn't scheme because my, my, my secondary is going to get ate up. But now that I went and traded and I got Xavier Howard, I have a lockdown corner. I have Jamal Adams, who's you know has the lockdown abilities, and then I got two cornerbacks that can truly cover your second and third options. So um, it just allows me a lot more freedom to play the aggressive type of defensive style that I like to play. Um, but yeah, man, in terms of the trade, if you like, like we talked about earlier, Russell Wilson, I started the season off just trying to run my offense right and using the pieces that I had at wide receiver. And I recognize that if I can just play smart, sound football, I don't need all these abilities and things like that. I just need to be able to run the ball, keep the defense honest. And the way that the game plays this year, route running matters. And I have receivers in Lockett, in um, Julio, and and I had a speedster in, in Eskridge that could get open. So when I made the move at first to get rid, I got rid of DK. I'm looking for the future. I'm looking for, okay, give me some offensive linemen, give me some solid studs on the defensive line. And then after a few games, recognizing that what I'm doing with Russell, I could do with any quarterback that's serviceable. Um, When the deal came, you know, when somebody came knocking for Russ and I was able to get the package that I got for him, it was like, this is going to really transform my team and allow me to be be able to play the type of game that I want to play. So this game, uh, this win against the, the Broncos is everything that I want my team to be, the identity I want to have, the way I want to be able to play, I was able to display it in this game. And I think that, you know, hopefully a win like this is going to be able to give me the confidence going forward to just lock in and play my game and execute the way that I know I'm able to do. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, so uh, no, do we is HD back? We don't have HD back, I'm right? Here. I'm here. Oh, I'm here. all right, perfect, perfect. So, you know, with all let me, that said, let me, hmm? let me ask you this before we end the show, yeah. right? What did y'all see in the game? Did y'all see anything different from me? Or oh, any anything in the game that made you say, you know what? Okay, I see what drama's doing. Or was it just kind of like, you know? Because I don't I, know. I don't know how y'all. I, I don't turned know how it on. Yeah, I turned yeah. it on and I think you were winning 10, 10 7, I think, but I, I physically fell asleep with my phone in my hand. <laughs> so I actually do plan on going back and watching that game back. What 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 time did you play? Uh, I, I will they, oh yeah, he played late. He played late. Um late. Yeah. So I, I watched a good bit of it. Um and obviously one thing that I noticed that and now I don't know how accurate I am, obviously this will be a great question for you too, was I felt like you were more confident with what you were doing, if that makes sense. Like, even if you threw a pick, right? Like, you you made the decision, like, this is where we're going, and I'm going to it. You know what I mean? Um, On the defensive side, like, I seen you going through your, your defensive adjustments, and I felt like you had a plan, like, you knew what you wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like it was a a, a confidence thing where it's like, yo, I'm I'm on my shit. And I don't know if it was because, you know, you were just hanging, you was in there, like you was in the game. You know what I mean? So I don't know if it was like one of those, like it didn't get away early. So you're like, yo, I can really do this shit, you know, because I've been hyping up K-Mac like crazy. So uh, to me, it's just really the, my biggest takeaway was like, you was very decisive with what you wanted to do, if that makes sense. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, Nev, were you were you tuning in? I I was sleeping. I don't know what time you did it, but <laughs> I I took some Nyquil early, knowing I had to go back to work today. So took some Nyquil and was fucking out by like ten o'clock, just because I fucking took Nyquil at like nine. So I was out. I was out cold. Well, let me Wish just I say could've... this, right? Good. Now let me ask y'all this, right? Okay, so we 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 see. All the throws to the running back out the backfield, right? Mm-hmm. And then we also see um, it was a lot of the same. I mean, okay, uh, I just want to talk about cheese and video game Madden versus football, right? Mm-hmm. Because I felt like a lot of what was being done was video game Madden and not really football. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I can't be. Oh yeah, all day. I can't be mad at him because he's using what he has to do what he can. You feel what I'm saying? But it's like, okay, some of it is, okay, that's Tom Brady's offense, right? That's what I was feeling. But then a lot of it I was feeling like, why would you do that back-to-back? Like, why would you do that play call back-to-back like that? Like, I just felt like it was a lot of just, He's a video yeah. game, Mer. Like that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, I'm glad that football got me the victory because what I did in terms of, you know, how I approached defending him, we're gonna we're gonna blitz Tom Brady. We're gonna get in his fucking face. We're gonna we're gonna make him uncomfortable, and we're gonna force him into some bad decisions. And I think that I was able to do that, but I just kind of, you know. Does that does that mean I don't hit the sim score? Does that mean I don't acknowledge how goofy and frustrating some of that shit was because I know that he was just doing what the video game allows to, to happen? Like, how y'all feel about that? You hit the sim score. Because the, the sim score, it's not... So, 
if you know, if you know it's it's you're you're playing somebody that's just playing Madden and running some cheesy ass shit, then I feel like you hit this in the score. Now you have to have proof. Like you have to have clips. That's the that's the thing about the sim score. Uh, commissioners don't want the the petty sim scores to come through where they have to go back watch the whole thing. So now they want clips as well. Uh, same talk with running the you know running at least ten times. It's a rule. Now you could say I'm fine with this guy playing Madden, but this is a sim league. So basically, even though you're fine with it. Somebody else in the league might not be fine with it in the way he plays. Or somebody's just trying to play Madden, might find it stupid, might find it frustrated, might want this to be, you know, might not want him to have his custom or something like that. You know what I mean? So you hitting a sim score, even if you don't feel it for yourself, you got to do it for the good of the league, if that makes sense. Like, you got to do it for everybody else. But here's this kind of what I feel about the uh, sim score, because I hit... I hit the chief sim score last week because I definitely felt like this motherfucker is running the same shit, bro. Every every couple plays, right? And what I found was that the process is extremely it feels extremely petty to have to go and find plays and find clips and okay. Oh yeah. I would like to offer up for the league, right, going forward. If you're not on, not only for the guy who plays, right, and is frustrated by his opponent's play. But if you're someone who's watching a game and you're seeing some cheese or some bullshit that just really isn't the, you know, it isn't conducive yeah. to the type of integrity we want in the league, then take a clip, take some screenshots, get some time from the guy and say, hey, man, you should dock your sim score because of this. And here's the time markers. Like, help. Because I'm telling y'all, I'm not going to dock the Bronx. I'm not going to hit a sim score because I don't feel like. I feel like it'll be extremely <laughs> totally, petty. Yeah. It'll be extremely petty to do it because really my only argument was he kept throwing it to the running back. But it's like, why not when that's my advantage? I got I got this fast running back against your slow fucking linebackers. I'm why would I not throw it to my running back out the backfield? But then when you go and you look at the stats and it's like 14 fucking passes to the and all of them were fucking angle routes. All of them were Texas routes that you hot routed because you got Tom Brady. Like so I'm saying, some of that shit I can't be mad at K Mac. I'm mad at fucking my Mally for trading him Tom Brady. Like, why the fuck would you do that to the league, bro? Like, it's just it's 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 a lack of awareness. Like, I can't be mad at K Mac because he's just doing what is in the best interest of his team. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's petty and it's like it's beneath me to be. Oh well, on this third down, and then I just—I don't know, bro. This shit feel weak to me. Like I got the dub, even if I took the L, I still would have just been like, I mean, hey, he kept passing it underneath because that's what the fuck was available. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And I could go back and look at something. I mean, I know for a fact if I charted his plays, like some of y'all do, he ran some of them plays five, six times, and he did it because off of that, those plays, he was able to hot route his running back to make it so that I had to make a decision. I had to either choose to cover the running back or cover this crosser or cover this dragon. A couple of those, it, it was, it's just good scheming. It's good play calling. Like he caught me on a couple of pa- uh, passes to the running back because the way he schemed the play, he yeah. forced the user to make a decision. He forced me to either take the drag or take the crosser and, and me choosing to do those things. It opened up the running back for the angle route or, or to the out route, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he um, definitely puts you in conflict situations. That's that's his yeah. goal. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's that but that's football. That's what the fuck uh-huh. you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I, I feel petty hitting the sim school because it's like, man, I, I kind of fuck with how he schemed that shit. Like, I'm not even mad. Like, that was some good fucking scheming. It's just in the 10-minute quarter game, bro, you got to do, you know, do something more than that. Like, really? Yeah. You go back and look at the last drive. If he wasn't so set in his goofy shit, he could have ate me. He could have picked me apart because I just sat man the whole last drive. And I even said it in the stream, like, fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna live and die covering these shit wide receivers. And the only <laughs> thing he was able to do was get the running back out the backfield. But then when I made the adjustment of putting, you know what I'm saying, my coverage guy in the sub linebacker spot, it really shut that shit down. You know what I'm saying? So it's adjustments to the adjustments, but I just think that, you know, for all of the pining that guys do for hitting the sim score. That shit for the user who's doing it. That shit feel real petty. So if you feel like so, somebody's score needs to be hit, you should you should help. You should as a observer help out the guy who you want to hit the sim score and say, hey man, here's the clips you need if you want to go ahead and do that. So yeah, I got I got kind of an example of it. So uh, you know, I just finished my game with the Ravens, and you know, I I have uh, a defense I like to run. So I I run a defense that I like. I you know it's consistent. Going into this game against Fallen, I feel like I got to throw out playing just football defense, and now I have to. All right, I got to set my zone drops. I got to drop all these guys back in the coverage because I know I'm going to get hit with constant crossers, constant flats, constant high low reads on the sideline. Like I, like knowing that you're going to face that type of Madden football. You can't just go out there and have your defense play defense, if that makes sense. And that's kind of what what they do to you. Like, oh, I got to do all this cheesy bullshit just to combat the cheesy bullshit that they're trying to do. You know what I mean? Like, if that if that makes sense. That's that's kind of where I'm at personally, you know, going into next week. I got to do all these zone drops, which I don't like to do. I got to do this, do that, just because I know I'm going to get this not, you know, he's not going to, I mean, he's going to play within the rules, but I gotta, I'm going to get this. Uh, constant Madden bullshit. I mean, it's definitely annoying, but at the same time, I'm, I'm with drama. Like, you can't fault the dude. Yeah, for doing it. Like, like it, it's within the rules, and yeah. a lot of times, yeah, they just, no, like you, you know, definitely. it's not a football thing, but it's Madden. At some point, you know, you gotta know how to play Madden at certain points. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I play against these guys, and you guys know me. If you do an ounce of Madden, bro. I'm it's over you for me. Like, I'm it's the rap. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna get ugly. So it's just mm-hmm. like um, like for me, like I look back and I don't get mad. I'm like, yo, I would like in order for me to stop it, which I would have to take the time to learn how to do it, which I just don't do. What I need to do though, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but that's all me because I also know I'm not playing real football. I'm also playing Madden. You know what I mean? So um, you can't blame them for doing shit that that also works. You know what I mean? I just like mm-hmm. to think of, and kind of my thing before I call stuff cheese. Like, if you had a valid reason for why you did what you did, I don't care if you ran the same play a million times. I don't care if you came out in two formations. If you could just explain to me in the football sense why I did that, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not because I know like real life football is so varied, and you do have real life teams that will literally call ten plays in a game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's it. That's all we're running because it worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I'm not mad at none of that. It's just, you know, 
sometimes you just want someone to explain unless you're glitching the game like that nano blitzing and all that other shit like shit that's just un like you can't stop it like that shit could go you know what i mean that, that's fucked up but like if you could stop it and it's just your game like i'm not docking sim scores for none of that you know what i mean Personally. Yeah, exactly no i'm um, not i'm not doc- like the way the way uh fallen plays the way burn plays like i'm, I'm not docking their subscribe because you know they're just using what works it's right. you know DK is doing the same thing, but you know people have an issue with it because he's new and want to bring it to the spotlight. But DK, Fallen and Burn play the exact same way DK plays. So uh, to get on him, but still have you know guys like that in the league, it's like you know what are you complaining for? You if it's fine for him, it's fine for everybody. If it's fine for one, it's fine for everybody. So I don't want to hear complain about you complaining about it. So, um, but. Sometimes you got to play Madden with them, and sometimes you got to play play football. And you know, when you go up against certain guys, it's going to be a lot more Madden than football, and you just got to live with with that aspect of it. Um, yeah, but, but let's go ahead. I was going to say real quick to that point you just made about burn and falling. It's also you also have to look at you know the skill players that they have. I think there's a reason during place the team selection, you know, um, falling was given the Dolphins with with a quarterback who's not really built to play the way that he likes to play. It's the thing. There's a reason why a guy like Byrne was given the Giants to have to, you know, figure it out with a quarterback like, you know, Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you give a guy like DK the Chiefs, then that play style is magnified because yeah, exactly. he's got a Patrick Mahomes and a Travis Kelsey and a, and a, and a uh, you know, Hill. So it's like you can't really be – would would anybody really be mad at DK if he didn't have the Chiefs? Is what you got to ask yourself. And if that's yeah, the case, nobody not. would be mad. Is it really cheese, or are we just frustrated that he's able to be successful, taking right. advantage of the squad that he has? Which is why, okay, exactly. I, I hit the sim score because he obviously was running three plays, like it was three fucking looks the whole game. I'm calling the shit out in the stream. That's that's goofy, especially when you have that team. Why do I know what the fuck you're doing when you could literally do everything? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's different than um, what I just faced with the Broncos where it's running back out the backfield, running back out the backfield because of, you know, he's doing what works with the squad that he has. So I, I don't know. I just it's, it's kind of a difference in dynamics between those two. But like I said, you line up and play football, you know what I'm saying? I think you, you – you can have success against the the Madden shit because football outweighs video games, in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, but we've been going on for a while, so let's get into predictions and wrap this thing up. Uh, do you want to start with what the uh, – what's, yeah. what's the first um, game? First game going into week seven of the season, we have the Cincinnati Bengals taking over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, both teams coming off of a loss. And uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Uh, Bucks. Drama, feel, yeah. Drama, feel free to, to comment as well if you want on the games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the game? Bucks and who? Bucks, Bucks and Bengals. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Bengals, man. I think the Bengals are going to bounce back. They're going to be able to. Um, Get freaky in that secondary against uh Malik. It's Malik, yeah. It's a tough one, man. Um, I'll go Bucks with that roster, but that's that's a pick. I'm going Bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bucks. Um, 
The next game, we have the Green Bay Packers versus the Chicago Bears. I think the Packers are just too much, um, so I'm going Green Bay. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna go Bears. I'm gonna go Bears. Well, seeing the uh, Bears just go down to the football team, I don't think he's gonna be able to do nothing with that uh, Packers offense. So I'm gonna take the Packers. Packers. There we go. Um. So the next game, we have the Minnesota Vikings coming off a win against the Detroit Lions, who are surprisingly struggling this season. But I think this is a good back win for High Mike, and um, I think they get the win. Yeah, Lions all day. Yeah, I take the Lions, too. As much as I want to see them keep losing, so my that draft <laughs> up. I think Lions are going to take the Vikings. Yeah, I got, High Mike's going to be J, JP just looks kind of like out of it, but he got Dalvin back, so maybe it'll be better. But I, I think Mike Michael take advantage. All right. Um, next game is now, you know, based on how everything's going, I'm looking forward to this one. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs against the Houston Texans and Cook. If there's anybody that, you know, could make those defensive adjustments, I feel like Cook can with his user play. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to go. Man, this one's tough. I'm going to go Houston. I'm going to go Houston. I'm not saying it with my chest, but I'm going to go Houston. Taking, <laughs> taking DK. He's coming off that good one against Mole. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to take DK as well. I don't I don't think he has enough on defense to stop that Chiefs offense. Well, that roster might be too much. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't know, man. I think uh, depending on how things shake out with Cookie and Z this week. Cookie might need to win this game. So um, I think a locked-in cookie is the best cookie. And depending on how badly he needs this win, um, he might be able to take uh, the Chiefs. And, you know, like I said, if you just watch you watch uh, film on the Chiefs, which is something that I think Cookie does, you'll be able to key in on what it is that he likes to do and maybe take some things away. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say uh, Cookie takes this one. Uh, yeah, did I'm, you say Chiefs, uh, D-Lord? No, I said Texans. Texans? Okay. Mm-hmm. Texans? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the next game, we have the Seahawks coming off that high of, you know, beating the Broncos, taking on the Atlanta Falcons, who are trying to get back in the winning category. Uh, with that said, I think the Seahawks ride that momentum. Um, I, no. you know, yeah, we've been, we've been rooting for vets, but I think, uh, I think the Seahawks get this one. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a vet fan, but... You know, I can't, after being the Broncos, yeah, I'm going to have to say, you know, the Seahawks ride that momentum and take down the uh, the Falcons. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't falling for the banana in the tailpipe, bro. We taking that. <laughs> there you go. Um, the next game, we have the Buffalo Bills taking on the New York Jets coming off their first win of the season. Uh, I'm going Buffalo. I don't think they make the same dumb mistakes I did. In Buffalo so, by Buffalo. 21. Yeah, definitely definitely the Bills. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Buffalo. I'm, I got Buffalo winning this one, too. Yeah, Buffalo won't run to 46. At least I hope not. Um, The next game, we have the Miami Dolphins taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers, who came off that impressive win. Um, He now has to deal with that speed in Miami. Uh, my Madden has the Steelers as the favorites. My Madden knows what it's talking about. I'm going to go. You've been playing good. I'm going to go Dolphins, though. Uh, I think the speed um, 
speed gets to Pittsburgh. Yeah, the zone drops are gonna get to the Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take Neff again. I yeah, mean, I'm, I'm gonna think, take. I don't I'm think gonna be able to stop Najee Harris if he runs him like he did. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take uh, Neff as well, and I think that this will be a game that allows us to see if having Russell Wilson is going to be uh, proved to be more of a problem than a solution for the Dolphins. I'm not going to say give away any game planning or anything, but there's definitely something that I feel like Dolphins has to do in order to win this game with the defense that the Pittsburgh Steelers has, and it'll be interesting to see, knowing Neff and how he schemes, it'll be interesting to see if um, the Dolphins are able to adjust and do what's necessary, take what the defense gives them to get the dub, or if Miami's just going to, you know, um, shut them down. So I'm going to go with Neff because I think Neff's a dedication and uh, just like Cookie, a, a focused Neff is the best Neff, and I think he's focused right now. So I'll take him. Yeah. Um. So I'm the only one that's against you, uh, Neff. So yeah, you know, fuck you, make, make, How about make me right, make me right, man. Um. The next game we have the New York Giants taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I'm going Eagles. Eagles easy. Yeah. Did they play Eagles. already? It wasn't it? Uh, no, that was the Packers. It was ugly against. Yeah, I mean, the I Eagles, I think it's easy. I mean, the Eagles, besides Mold, they have been pretty much dominating every game. Yeah, exactly. Let me ask you this real quick. Did the Eagles play the play Mold week two, or was that a computer game? No, no they, they played. played. They played. It was a long, very long game because his baby woke up in the middle <laughs> yeah, of the like three hours long. Ah, uh, okay. See, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't see that game. Um, I, it's I a missed, very good I game. Missed. Damn, I missed it, bro. Yeah, uh, it came down to it. But... It came down to what? It came down to the end. Okay. It went to OT. Yeah. <laughs> and I, when I say, when I, when I talk about football winning over video games, I think those two are shiny examples. Even though, okay, this is what I tell y'all, right, about football. KMFO plays defense the way he does. Because he knows how difficult it is for a quarterback to make snap judgments post-snap when the defense is coming at you the way that he plays defense. So he does – his defense is really on some video game shit, but it's it's to take away your lack of football IQ, meaning the only way you're going to be able to beat a cat like KMFO is if you're able to utilize all of the – uh, things that are in the game in terms of spying the fucking mic, shifting your offensive line, leaving a running back in the block, running a high-low concept, and being able to get quickly to your reads once you snap the ball. And you're, the only kind of guys, I think, who can beat a guy like KMFO is somebody who has that football acumen. And I think that him being a quarterback in real life in the CFL really plays into his ability to process all the things that you bring at him on offense. You know what I'm saying? If your defense is yeah. like, like, like what I did to K-Mac, I don't think I would be able to do that against somebody like KMFO because he's going to be able to process everything he's seeing pre-snap and he'll be able to digest it post-snap to find where the open guy is going to be and get the ball there quick. And that's just something that, you know, that's football taking the place over video game shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care how good you are, Madden, how much you know the video game. You can't 
quantify how much knowing football can make you effective in this game. So I love watching Mo and KMFO play because when I'm watching those guys, I feel like I'm watching football being played at the highest levels in the video game. No, I agree with that. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah. Great point. Um, so yeah, with that said, I think we all we all took Philly to win this. Yeah, game. yeah, no, no, runs the same shit. He's got to stop that easy. Yeah. Um, the next game we have the San Francisco 49ers versus the Los Angeles Rams. We talk about Q having that timeshare in there. The 49ers had some impressive wins. I'm still going Q. No, the only game was a CPU loss, loss right? Like where he didn't play. Yeah, play. yeah, um, yeah I'm CPU. taking, I'm taking, I'm taking the Rams. Oh, how can you not take the Rams? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think. I don't know. Like, I think it, what hurts Ant Moses is inconsistency. Um, he comes out, he plays really well against other guys. Some guys, he because we know Ant like can show up. Yeah, we know Ant can show up, and you guys know how I feel about Ant. I think he needs more credit than y'all give him, but um, nah, fuck I, that, no credit. Rude, man. Uh, I definitely think he could show up, but with that Rams team, bro, I just think you know Q's a top five, top six guy in the league. So I'm going Rams. Yeah, it's hard to choose against the Rams right now, especially when it's somebody like Ant that's so up and down. And you know, you gotta you gotta be on your game when you play when you play Q in the Rams. Yeah, uh, Drama, did you make your pick on this one? Uh, what's the team again? Uh, the Rams Niners. and the 49ers. Yeah, Rams. Rams, Rams. I, and, and again, <laughs> 49ers with those players he has on defense, if if he could scheme defensively, they would be a problem. But I don't know if he has the kind of dedication or, you know, knowledge that – I mean, I, I don't say knowledge, but – Neff would use that 49ers defense the way that they are supposed to be used. And even though they're powerful, I don't know if Ant has what it takes to be able to get the most out of that defense the way it's constructed. So I'll I just look, look for Q to just do what he always does, run the ball up the middle, and then go play action on second down. And, you know, I think he's going to be the frustrating uh, Ant on defense and then offensively. I don't know if Ann has the discipline it takes in order to be able to be successful against a guy like uh, Q. So, I got Q winning that one. All right. So, the next game, we have the New England Patriots traveling to Cleveland to take on. Oh, shit. Wow. So, Browns of the week. Browns by 10. All right. Because you said that so convincingly, I'm going Patriots. Hey, A-Rod, um, A-Rod already put in gen chat. This is game of the week, so I'm putting all my content points right. on myself. But like I said, I, I like the confidence and how you said that. Um, makes me believe Patriots will win. Do the right thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> do the right thing. <laughs> all right, yeah, D-Lloyd. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Browns out loud, but I'll DM you my Patriots. actual pick. Hey. That's fucked up. So we all win Patriots there, man. Hey, I'll watch it, though. Drama, drama you don't got me? Nah, I don't, bro. That's fucked <laughs> up. I ain't even gonna hold you. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I absolutely I thought, no, do I not. I thought me and Drama were cool, bro, but mm. nah, I see how it works. Yeah, you cool. I just gotta be honest with these picks, yeah, you know what I mean? We're still cool, cuz. Are you putting money on me when he posts the game of the week or what? Yeah, absolutely not. I might put money against <laughs> you depending on what the spread is, you know what I mean? Listen, I'm gonna tell him, I already, I already put it in Gen Chat. If you don't bet for me, or if you're in this knockout that's getting redone, I'm making sure you lose your money. I'm either covering the spread or I'm winning. 
Hold on. I don't like it. I don't um, like it. I don't want to see yo, no half bats. No, one, no one's fucked up is that drama don't even got points on this. Me and D-Lud actually got points, so we kind of got to pick together on this. But drama don't even got points on this, and he still said, nah, fuck that. We ain't going with the bro. I'm never picking drama again. Never in my life. <laughs> never again. <laughs> next cycle? No. <laughs> what's, what's, what's the next game, D-Lud? Uh, the next game is another good one. Uh, I think this is the second time this season playing, though. The Colts and the Titans. Ooh. Um, I, Titans think, I, I think I think Mole blew them out last time. I just, I'm pretty sure Wimmy hasn't gotten over that hump. I feel like eventually he will. I just don't think it's now. So I'm yeah, still I say Colts. Colts. I say Colts all day, every day. I got Colts as well. Yeah. What's the next? Yeah. What's the, what's what's the next game? All right. The next game you have the Denver Broncos versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Um. I I don't think I've had a close game against the Broncos, bro. So Broncos by thirty. <laughs> and y'all know what it is. Man, take a page out of my book and you'll keep it close. But I still got Broncos. <laughs> I'm sorry, Broncos and who? And the Raiders. Yeah, Broncos by eight hundred. Eight hundred. Hey, maybe I can meet that spread. We'll see. Um, <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely open there. Um, then the final game, you have the Carolina Panthers against the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, Saints though. I'm gonna go with the Saints. Rock with Cammy. Mm, yeah, I go Saints in this one. I'm, I'm gonna take JT. I think his pressure will get to Rattler, and it'll it'll cause a lot of turnovers. It's gonna be interesting. Right, John, where you where you at? Panthers, Saints, bro. Uh, I got Panthers. I got Panthers. There you go. So that's, that's the last game. That's the last game of Week Seven. All right. Some solid matchups. Before we hop up, um, anything you you wanted to touch on? Uh, the Mad did the seasonal rewards. Drama. Anything you want to touch on before we head out? Any closing uh, closing arguments or closing statements? One more thing, man, about the whole, you know, video game versus football, um, you know, thing. When I'm, when I'm looking, I'm looking at this Broncos game over again, and I think that some of these plays that he's calling is because there are certain routes in these plays that run differently than routes in other plays. So, for instance, there's this play that he liked to call out a shotgun um, where the tight end runs a corner route, but it's not a regular corner route. It's like a a deeper corner route. I'm going to give you the name of the exact play. But I see that he's running that play because of the depth that the tight end gets on the corner route. And that's why he called three, four times a game. It's called ZN. He runs it out of gun normal. uh, Mm -hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. The tight end on this ZN play runs a very extended corner route where he hot routes his outside receiver on a post, I mean, on, on a streak, it creates it a against, yeah, cover two and against cover three. The only perfect defense really is cover four. And if you're not in a cover four, you're going to get eight up. But then with him being able to take the running back and run him out of the backfield, even if you're in cover four, that running back out the backfield is going to be butt naked. So it's just another, you know, one of those things, man, when you learn – you know, learn a little bit about how the game plays and different, 
you know, play play calls and stuff like that. That's another reason, in my opinion, not to hit the sim score because it's like, okay, you trying to get that corner out running, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, well, I just thought yeah. that one in there, yeah. Yeah, that's all. But yeah, man, um, I got the dub. If you doubted me, that's what you get. I'm glad everybody <laughs> lost in that goddamn knockout pool. I should have got some content points for that shit, but salute <laughs> to the man squad, Game of Wild Black Man, you know what I'm saying? Drama Man. Signing out, I'll holler Thank you for joining us, Drama. Everybody in PML, have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow.